There it is. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. We're back. It's Thursday. It's December 9th, closing in on the end of the year. And uh, it's Thursday, and it feels like it's Thursday. It's been one hell of a week. This has, I mean, to know that we started the week in New York <laughs> and then, you know, came home to two monster days, you know, Tuesday all day, then dinner with with Andrew, which was very, very much fun, but so still awesome. dinner. And then full day yesterday, and then uh, you got to grab the stage last night among seven other speakers. Seemed like everybody wanted to grab the microphone last night. It was, you know, this is who I am, this is who I am. I mean, it was... Yeah, uh, I mean, was- to, you know, try... I, first of all, thank you so much to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, the Tomorrow's Leaders, the whole influencer speaker series for having me as a speaker there. Um, but it's really interesting when you hear people speak and you kind of get the different perspectives that people come from, you know, some people speak and they come and they make it about themselves. They make it about the adversity and they don't necessarily make it about the coming out of adversity or the tactics and the tools that you can use in order to get out of it. So it was uh, it was a great time. I I was thrilled to do it. I really really enjoyed it. Like I can't tell you how much I enjoyed being on stage and putting together that presentation and talking about it. It was really awesome. So you know, I think one of the most important things for me in my career as a speaker was getting real feedback. Not bullshit, not like, hey, you did great, you know. Um, so I was willing to give you real feedback, you know. Right. I wasn't going to blow smoke up your ass, but you rocked it. You were steady, strong. You know, the things that grab people's attention are your volume, yeah. how you are, you know, you know, putting it out there. Um, you know, y- your content was spot on because, and, and we've become known in this format for it, Noodle nuggets. You know, we gave people stuff that they can hold on to. I got texted by a few people who were watching it virtually. Got to give a shout out to the Taurus family because you know what? They are the greatest loyal. <laughs> yeah, that's such a great picture. <laughs> so, just, um, but you know what? The, they were there to support and uh, so gr- grateful for who they are and what they are. Um, I was texting him during the thing. We were having fun. Um, he, he posted this morning about it being a very rare Shea sighting. Shea was, <laughs> was out, out of the house and uh, doing stuff. So there were some people who met Shea for the first time yesterday. But all in all, a wonderful night. Great to see Lori Salarillo get a chance to be on a on a bigger stage sharing her story, sharing what will ultimately be her book. Um, and and they were fantastic. Her C's are fantastic. Yeah. And another one, like, so like the difference of perspective, like, you know, focusing on how to get out of adversity or focusing on the things you can deliver to the audience in order to give them some tools to use for themselves and then adding color to those tools with stories or whatever it is that helps add depth to it. So I do want to ask you a question. Maybe you can just share this with people, you know, cause you know, you talked about this when you were a football coach, 
you know, when it was game time, you come out of the tunnel, man. You got the juices flowing. You've talked about throwing up. <clears throat> no one could ever know what it's like just before you go on stage. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you know, Lori texted me. She goes, now I'm nervous. <laughs> right at the end of your speech because they were going to announce her. So just share with the audience, if you can, what your emotion was. So it's a real roller coaster. I would say like in the middle of the day, I was peak nervous, like peak, like I really want to make sure that I'm prepared for this. And then once I looked at my outline again and, and ran through my transitions, because I think that's the hardest part is when you don't have your cue cards, there's no kind, you know, I didn't have a note card in my hand. There was no uh, PowerPoint behind me to keep me rolling. I had to make sure that the journey was solid in my mind to go through. And so once I felt like I was solid there, the nerves passed and I was really in like that pregame mode where I was focused and ready all the way until we stood in that room and I saw what the, the screens looked like and I saw where we were. And then I immediately thought to myself, I'm going to forget everything I want to say. I'm not going to remember anything. And, you know, you, you have that inner dialogue of like, you're just going to fucking blank. Like you're not yeah. going to remember any of it. And, you know, you overcome that by just kind of going through it in your mind again. And I think that's, it's so true to exactly what we did as a football team prior to game day is you just constantly do that mental evaluation and that mental review so that when the lights hit, there wasn't any doubt that I knew where I was going, how I was getting there, what I wanted to talk about. So it was uh, it was really great. And I'm excited to share some of that content uh, in a little bit when we get back from, you know, the wake up music. So I uh, will go to wake up music because I, I have a, con a story about that. But like Lori said, whether you liked their content or not, you get intimidated by people who have already been there, you know. Sure. But that's where I loved Seth Godin's thing from yesterday, the lifeguard hack. Yep. It's about them. It's about the audience. What did you leave behind? You know, yep. and I, I think, you know, there are lots of speakers who do it for themselves and lots you left nuggets behind. Um, shout out to Greg Goldstein because he's been a fan of the huddle right from the start. He hired us to coach him when he started his entrepreneurial journey. And if you look at that guy, he's a different human. Yep. He's operating in a different place. His content looks great. You know, that's the reward is when you see people doing it. I'm not sure that all of the speakers would have that roadmap, but that's just me. <laughs> I love it. So let's go to some wake up music and then let's come back and let's talk some more about it. There's a double G showing up, man. And, and so, Greg, just so you know, it's not about the credit. You know, I appreciate that. And I know you're our biggest fan out there. But it's really not about that. You know, 
when you have a responsibility, you have a gift that you have knowledge and you want to give that knowledge out, that's when speaking and teaching come together. You know, so um, it was interesting because when you talked about not having cue cards, I was that guy that was putting together these cool presentations. I made a presentation to a sports conference and everybody was really jacked to hear me. And the V broke. And the guy looks at me and he goes, I'm really sorry, it's broken. <laughs> you want to cancel? I go, what do you mean cancel? What are you talking about? He goes, well, you're not going to have a roadmap. I go, what do you think? I just memorized this shit. <laughs> My stuff, this is what I do. You know, and I got up and I did it. And people were, I think, were more enamored that I just had a conversation about what my knowledge was rather than going back to, oh my God, it's stuck. It, it's not moving. It's not doing. So my, you know, uh, when I gave you some perspective, I said, just have a conversation with yourself. What do you yep. want to hear and do? And you did great. We can move on. It was fantastic. You, you really, for me, was a surreal moment to sit there. Um, and uh, Kim, Shaber, who is a huddler, I had not had the chance to meet her. She walked up, she was there, she introduced herself, and she saw me have a dad moment. Her and <laughs> other people sitting next to me. And um, I'm not sure that there's enough money printed to match the that dad moment. So I I appreciate that. And it was so it was interesting because it wasn't the first time that you had been in the crowd when I've done my thing, right? Like you had been at my special teams meetings before. You had been a part of seeing me do it with the football team. It was definitely different because of the journey, you know, because of where we came to, what I was going to be talking about, the people I was in front of. It was I was doing the same thing, but I was doing it in a different arena. I was doing it with different content and doing it in a slightly different way. And uh, yeah, there was no way I was going to look at you like I, I caught. I caught a glimpse of you as I stood there to start, and I was like, oh, I can't go there. <laughs> this thing will get I, was, I was both equally smiling and teary-eyed and just, you know, I wanted to stand up in front of the crowd and go, he's mine. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so for, for anybody who wants to see it, I can share – we can share the YouTube link for you, and we can give you the timestamp on where to get to mine. We've also had it cut up so that I have just my segment if you want to watch it. And just a, a quick little, for anybody who missed it and didn't get a chance to see it, I started talking about RPD. I think everybody in here has heard us talk about RPOs, revenue-producing opportunities. I took that and moved that to something that I think has been at the foundation of everything good that's ever happened to me in my life. And the RPD stands for Relationship Process and Discipline, and I went in to talk about what that really meant, how to go about cultivating relationships and what you should do with them, how to build processes, how to be disciplined to your processes. And uh, I really enjoyed sharing that with anybody. So anybody who wants to know more about the, the, you know, the talk or get to see it, I'm happy to share it with them. Did anybody that listened to that either in person or virtually, you laid out a roadmap of why shit's not working and what you can do to make it work. And you said, it's simple. It's not easy, simple. Right. It's, there's not a lot of moving parts. You don't have to reconstruct anything. This is what it looks like. We talked about the power of three. Bang, bang, bang. You know, so if you really listened and you really 
decided to do that, your life would change. You said all of the positive things that have happened in my life happened because of this. That was not a focal point of content last night. The focal right. point was I got a shit stick thrown at me and this is how I fucking, you know, and I was like, come on, come on. This is positive. Let's go. Right. Let's, you know, so shout out to Colette, uh, Colette. Cause she's, she's amazing. She does a great job for, um, cystic fibrosis and she was able to say cystic fibrosis better than anybody yeah there's no doubt <laughs> but you know what she's been doing it a long time and she talked about and this is just you know how you overcome stuff I, the numbers are always staggering to me cystic fibrosis affects thirty thousand adults a year you know but if you're one of those or if it's your kid or your sister that can't breathe guess what it's the most important disease you know and so and they've um, done a really fantastic job. Like uh, they, the, the research that they've done, the drug they've created to help people live longer and help people battle this disease and live a life with it is uh, really incredible. <laughs> so always love doing work with cystic fibrosis. Thank you again for the event. Let's get to some morning motivational music. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do a movie breakdown the way we love to do it. Jump in with a continued piece of content. I know. Yeah. You're Just going. so everybody knows, though, number one hit in 1989 on December 9th. Hence the reason we chose that song. So 89, <laughs> top of the billboards. And he's playing Madison Square Garden again. He's playing right. all over the place. He's coming <laughs> here. 1989. That's a dude who's continuing to deliver it. But I want to stay on this. We talk a lot about mindsets, you know, and you can't force people to think or do you know it's got to be organic and when you come to the place when you're willing to see everyone around you do well do better your life changes i was never that guy i was that guy we've talked about this abundance mm -hmm. thing but me watching you do your thing Right. There was no selfish bone in my body 
I want to see you. I wanted to see Lori. I know Jeremy, who's been a client, is, is going down that speaker's thing and he's doing the work. You know, Greg's doing the work. To know that there's so much in the world and to actually help, offer, mentor, do stuff for other people so that they can have their moments is the point of the whole thing. You know? it's like, it's literally, forget about the money, forget about the awards, forget about anything. If you figure it out, and I'm here to tell you, figure it out soon, figure it out young. You did, right? Jake did. But when you help others, it makes you better. So, you know, that's where the messaging, Lori's message is so great because she said, listen, I had to deal with a shitstorm. Here's what I did to get out of it. And if you're experiencing it, you know, so I think it's really important to say that this whole speakers thing, you know, there's a lot of irresponsible speakers. You Just don't make it about you, right? I think I in a, you know, Christy comes in, Christy Turris comes in with the comment that says, you know, you added value to the audience, relatable, genuine information. I wasn't making it about me. I, I I had things that I wanted to share for them, for everybody else, and hoping that they got value from it, hoping that they would be able to take something, which I think some of the other speakers made it about them, made it about me, my story. This is where I come from. This is the things that I had to go through. And oh yeah, here's a little tidbit that might be able to help you. And so the you know, the inverse of, of what you're trying to accomplish. And look at Casey, boom. What's yeah. the most selfish thing you can do is help others. Time, money, ideas, resources, all of that kind of stuff. You know, the Bible says, be careful of false prophets. You know, all of the people blowing smoke up other people's ass, be careful. I love so that. Um, anyway, that's my soapbox for the day. <laughs> yeah. got fired up. That was that was uh, that was pent up speaker energy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, it's just yeah, it was, it was great. And and shout out to Lori. Lori did a great job, and I'm super excited for her book coming out. And I can't. And, wait and listen, that. Lori, to her credit, said, "I really want you." You know, I work with Lori. She goes, "I really want you to give me an honest critique." And she has no idea what's coming. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Though one of the first times I spoke, I spoke in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And there were lots of speakers there. I got great feedback from the audience in the show. Oh, you were that guy. You were that guy. The guy who put the show together. I said, hey, I want your feedback. Yes, it's part of the plan. You will get it in a couple of weeks. When I got it, I couldn't wait to open it. When I read it. I felt like somebody tore my tonsils out. Punch you right in the face. Who the hell are you to waste the first five minutes telling me who you are? What you know that, that you know, I'm there for value. You had a few minutes, and I mean he beat me up, but he made me better. He right. made me focus need that. on the stuff. And by the way, your critique is coming as well. So <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for it. Absolutely. All right. So with the last few minutes. We are going to throw up the warning, parental advisory, because in 1983, one of my all-time favorite movies was released, Scarface. And just the way we love to do with our movies, 
there are some scenes that give you <laughs> ultimate life takeaways. And so we're going to break down three scenes and talk about it. Yeah, what do you got? Say hello to my little <laughs> so, Shay, give me the first Shay, show me the first scene. Let's get this straight now. I never fucked anybody over in my life. Didn't have a coat. You got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? That piece of shit up there, I never liked him. I never trusted him. For all I know, he had me set up and had my friend Angel Fernandez killed. But that's history. I hear he's not. Do you want to go on with me? Do say it. You don't. And you make a move. Mic drop. All I got is my balls and my words. My word. Break them for no one. And, and I think the other part is, look, he didn't trust that. I don't. I didn't know that guy. I didn't trust that guy. For all I know, he had me set up. But that's in the past. He's not holding on to that grudge. He's not holding on. Forget him. I don't. I, that's not my guy. And now we're ready to move on. Like there's so many micro lessons in that one statement about being true to yourself and, and not breaking your word. We talk about the say do ratio, right? That's your word. How good is your word? How good is your say do ratio? Do you back up what you say consistently? And letting go of the people that do you wrong or whatever and just moving forward with the opportunities that are in front of you. So here's when you really know it works. 1983, that movie came out. That dialogue is as relevant today as it was when it came out. He's great. There was the, That's timeless, real nuggets right there. Love Shay, it. show me the next one. Remember I told you when you started the guys who last in this business is the guys who fly straight, low-key, quiet. But the guys who want it all, gas, champagne, flash, they don't last. You finished? The guys who fly straight, I and that is the ultimate lesson. I and I don't care the industry. I've seen it happen so many times. It doesn't matter how long it takes. The guys who don't fly straight, the girls, the guys who don't fly straight, it catches up. At some point, it's gonna get you. And so, if you just stay disciplined to your process, to your values, and do shit the right way over and over and over. It will work out in the long run. Yeah, and what you don't realize is the weight, the you know, the toll it takes on you carrying that whatever that burden is. You know, if you fly straight, you got nothing to worry about. You know, correct. Why would you lie? Then you got to keep tracking the lie, man. It's it's just you know. So all of that stuff, you know, it, it does take people long, long time to learn. One more time, one more scene, and then we're getting out of here. I want you to kill him. You 
got to hide with that fucking shit. Tony, Tony, man, he's getting up. Come on, let's do it. Now you feel good, huh? Now you feel good to kill a mother and a kiss, huh? Now you feel big. Like, you big man. Well, fuck you. What do you think I am? You think I killed two kids and a woman? Fuck that. I don't need that shit in my life. You die, motherfucker! What do you think I am, huh? What do you think, I am a fucking worm like you? I told you, man. I told you, don't fuck with me. I told you, no fucking kids. No, but you wouldn't listen. Why are you Values. Whoa. Stay true to Integrity. your values. Integrity. 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 Just don't compromise who you are, your core values for anybody or anything. So love Scarface. Love the movie. Fantastic Thursday. Go get after it today. Let's get out of business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this.